0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, what's going on, people? Uh, this is emergency communication. I want to say it's number six, seven, eight. We haven't done that many, but always we we pick our spots. And I'm actually glad that we waited until the so weekend. It's, it's it's, it's right, right, it, what
1: was the last emergency? um
0: Because um,
1: we, we should all have a list, which should, it. It should be like an emergency playlist. <laughs>
0: I think it was Abramovich being forced to sell. I think that was the last one we did. But don't quote me. If it wasn't that one, then it might have been Mourinho being sacked from United. Maybe there was another one in there somewhere. but wait,
1: wait, wait, Did we do, do it in Messi going to PSG 1 or Messi leaving Barca 1? We must have.
0: There's no uh, way we didn't. Well, we definitely. The, the first one I remember was Neymar. That was 2017, I think. That was that was definitely the first one, but either way, there's there's been a couple Mourinho ones, Ancelotti being fired by Bayern. It follows a long list of similar subject lines, but important ones. But if we would have done it immediately, we wouldn't know all of the information that's come out from the Athletic. Potter's been installed, so it's it's good that we waited, um, at least a bit. I want to get your initial thoughts. Like when you woke up and you saw the news, so you wake up and your, and your routine goes how? So basically, so
1: basically whenever I wake up, <clears throat> the first thing that I do is, um, I always go to Fabrizio always. That's the first thing that I always do. So whenever I go into Twitter, like I'm, you just see the whole thing and boom. But then I was like, okay, why do I have 14 DMs or like over, like I've got like, I've got like 14, 15 DMs. I'm like, Baby, where, where are these dms from mm-hmm. and whenever you have that i'm like no something is up because normally i may mean, have like let's say four or five dms guys just sending me stuff for questions and everything but yeah. okay i have over 10 dms something is up but nothing chelsea thingy wasn't trending so then i then so I was okay it's okay that must be a breaking story so this is obviously not a fact it must be a breaking story so i go my dms and everything everything's that's oh two out, sacks took out, sacks and I think Nick's posted like, "Oh, someone wake up, half hope." I was like, "What the?" <laughs> because because I slept a little bit extra because it was because Ill- yes, that was it. Last night was Dynamo Zagreb, so I did the whole Champions League thing, and mm-hmm. then we did like a late night um, space about should he still be there, should he not be there, and so forth, and then we kept on going. So so I so, was "Okay, that's why I went." So yeah, when I went, when I went in, there's like. No way, because I don't want anybody to start making stuff up. There was... Nobody saw this coming of him being sacked. So my initial thing was shock, complete shock. I was like, whether the Even if I wanted this to happen because of the satanic ball, <laughs> I did not really believe that Todd be would actually pull the trigger and actually say, what's up? This was like, what
0: the hell? And then boom. So, so shock. So, 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 so my thing was... I popped something in my knee before we taped the podcast on Tuesday. I've been in bed rest for like three, four days now, just kind of hoping the swelling goes down and my knees in a brace. It's hard to walk. I got crutches. Like it's, it's bad. Right. That happened on Tuesday afternoon. Then we get the champions league games that happened on Tuesday. My thing was like, I just want to edit the podcast And then try to get some rest and some sleep and just recuperate. I think I got maybe like two, three hours of sleep max because my shit was just uncomfortable. So I should have been paying more attention to Twitter, but my mind wasn't really in the place to just be online. I was just like, bro, I'm in pain. Like somebody come help me, (laughs) all that kind of stuff. So then I, I got a DM from somebody and it was like, have you seen this? Sometime early morning here. So it had already been a few hours since the news broke. And I saw the screenshot of Chelsea sack Tuchel. Is this real? Is this Photoshop? Huh? <laughs> and then I go to Chelsea and then I see on Chelsea's official thing parted ways with Thomas Tuchel. And I was like, oh, wow, they actually did it. My initial reaction, just because I don't believe anything on Twitter, really. Like when someone DMs it to you, you can't believe it because it's just like, this could be fake, it could be Photoshop, you don't know what's real. So, and I, and my mind was in a space where I was, I, I could have been played with, cause I don't know, it's just, I don't know, neurons weren't firing or whatever it is. So I'm better now, I'm better now. But um, yeah, so I was just, is this real? And then I looked it up and it was actually true. And so that initial reaction of, wow, like, they actually did it. But it's something I felt was on the cards since Ukraine, really. Since it became obvious, and I think you said this before anybody that I remember, that Abramovich had to sell, like, it's over. I think you said that, like, a day after (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that it's over. Like, he, yeah, he, no, 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 it was
1: no, not done deal. Dream yeah, like he, he has the, moment the whole thing pop, pops off. I was like, guys, it's, yeah, it's over. Done. Yeah, it's, it's, over. it's over.
0: So, from then, I was like, okay, Tuko, whoever the new owner is, he's gonna be on thin ice, or at least that's my presumption. That's what I thought. You know, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna leave my conspiracy theory for later, but we can just get into like the, the nitty gritty of do you think it was the right time, because me me thinking Tuchel was on thin ice doesn't necessarily mean I believe that this was the correct time to let him sink, given he's played seven matches, eight matches this season. It doesn't feel like the right time to let him go. Dynamo was just an excuse. Like Zagreb was an excuse. It was just a convenient loss to do what you already wanted to do. But now, now that we have the information that's come out from various sources, do you think this was the right time?
1: The moment the season started and $300 mil was spent, there is no right time. It's like this. <clears throat> when you know you've made a mistake, which is what Borley and, and those guys did, it's about just trying to correct – it's just trying to cause correct your mistake as early as, as possible. There is The moment you've already spent $300 mil on this will now we'll now, now talk – about, okay, was this 3D chess as to this one took us place? This is more so, Potter's players, place whatsoever. The ones you let that transfer window go through and you went really fully working with the manager you wanted and you were having all those arguments and you're allowing him to spend money, boom. So, what you do is better to cause correct as early as possible than later on. So, like, like the hindsight is, is 2020. Of course, the right time is freaking June. Right at the side of the you come in, Marina out, check out manager, cool, what do you want? Are we on the same wavelength? We're not the same wavelength, sorry, thank you, out. But then again, if you're not going deeper, it's better the whole Dynamo Zagreb thing. They probably wanted to to to, to sack him in initially. How will the fans feel? Because mm-hmm. the fans were still with Toto Girls. So what you do is that, hmm, I don't want this dude, but I want least resistance. Let's wait for a loss, a particularly big loss, so that we don't have as much because there is still a resistance, but resistance as you would have had doing it initially as opposed to outside dynamo zagreb because again if they had sacked him at the beginning of June I'd have been what the hell who the hell are these freaking dudes? But you sack him now oh I'm I'm with you. Yeah. So 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 basically it's a case of like there are guys who hate Todd Bollie now and someone sends me a so this other guys saying like Tod Bolly is, is the worst how dare you are back so forth. You will have those guys but it would have been far greater doing it in June as of as opposed to doing it now. So look, it's about what will cause least aggro, which is now. Like I said again, Chelsea was stuck putting a rock in a hard place. Tukel carries on h- h- having arguments with Bully, that would always that's what would always end badly. Because him on him and Bully and the consultant were not seeing eye to eye. So you keep him it's it's bad. You sack him, bring in someone new, and that someone new, you don't really have many guys to choose from and so forth. That's still that's still bad. So in my view, this was the this was the lesser evil. It's still an evil. It's still bad. There is no great choice. I just think that this was just the, the lesser evil of sacking him and bringing in someone new.
0: So You see I what what you said is basically what I would say is that Oh you can mute cuz I I can definitely hear it. Oh shit. Oh, sorry. Um yeah. It's again Zagreb was the politically politically expedient moment to enact a plan that you've had the whole time. They bought the club I think with the intention of we're going to root gut the club of everything that is Abramovich related. So we're going to take his right-hand woman, director of the year, Champions League lady, whatever. She's gone. Marina Granovsky, gone. Petr Cech, Chelsea legend, who had a great working relationship from all the reports that have leaked with Thomas Tuchel in the performance and advisory role. Sacked. Like Petr Cech, big Petr Cech, you know. (laughs) Like the greatest goalkeeper the club has ever had. Gone then the whole board is let go. Buck, Tannenbaugh, all, all, the, all the Abramovich people, none of them stayed. N- nobody is left from the old regime. And so Tukul's Tukul safety net, everybody who he's worked with is now gone, and he's given new dudes to create a relationship with in the space of a couple months, and they want him to do things that he hasn't been asked to do because Czech was there, because Grenovskia was there. And then you have the interesting dynamic of Boley is not just a co-owner or a chairman. He's the acting sporting director. So any beef that a manager or a coach might have with a with a sporting director, that might be that that might be able to be worked out between them on a level. But when the sporting director is the owner as well. That creates a whole different dynamic that if he, if Tuchel doesn't want to work with me as a sporting director, I also have the power to get rid of him immediately, whenever I want. A sporting director would have to go to the owner and be like, ah, this guy's not working well, and then the owner might think, but Tuchel's actually pretty, like he's good at coaching, so maybe we keep him and you guys need to work it out. But boldly, he doesn't have to have that conversation with anybody because he's him. So it's just... Tuco was put in a nasty place, given all of that. And then we and then the football on top of it that you know <laughs> we're being asked to watch or I don't know, observe, or whatever the case may be. So yeah, I think Tuco was just in a bad spot. And I think ultimately they did him a favor. Just get get me out of here as soon as possible. I don't want to interact and figure out which players need to come in. Tuchel seems like a player, uh, like a person who's just happy to be a coach. I don't want to deal with egos. I don't want Ronaldo. I don't want Neymar. I don't want Mbappe. I don't want Lukaku. Just I want players who are happy to be footballers that aren't going to give me stress. And I just want to coach. I want to do X's and O's. I want to figure things out. And they're like, we hear you, but being people who really don't know much about football, we kind of need you to, like, guide us in a way, and I don't think Tuchel was willing to go upwards. And I've seen a lot of people say, this was a, a the chance of a lifetime for a Chelsea manager to be so involved with transfers and this and that. And I'm like, you might want a person, or if, if you were in that situation, you would love to have control over the day-to-day operations of upstairs if you were a manager, but Tuchel is different. Than you, he just wants to be a coach, and I think he's shown that at Dortmund clashes with the board, PSG clashes with the board, Chelsea clashes with the board. It's just like he just wants to be a coach. Um, so again, I always felt this was coming because of the the, the situational aspects, but also just how Americans operate their businesses. It's. <laughs> Kind of par for the course, but I understand a lot of people who only focus on European football or European sports, they won't understand these dynamics. You, as someone who pays attention to the NBA, you know this stuff. Eddie, as someone who pays attention to NBA, Major League Base, all these different things, he knows.
1: It's like, again, it's like, again, so obviously, for people who are listening who may not know American sports, um, James Dolan, Mm. who owns the New York Knicks, yep, like. People hate him, but I think the dynamic is that. Uh, Boli is coming from the American owner thing of like, wait, James Dolan, where are like you're so distant from the fans, and the fans and the owners are so separate that you can easily live in sort of that bubble. But for when I coming to European, South American, and so forth, the fans are so close to the club, mm-hmm. they're so close to the stadium because let's, let's be real, you look at how much an an NBA tickets cost as opposed to how much a football tickets cost football tickets are expensive no near as expensive so NBA is seen as sort of like a niche thing to have whereas our football is supposed to be again on court supposed to be the, the, a, a more working class affordable thing supposed to be mm-hmm. but it ain't but compared to NBA it is <laughs> so I think for Bowley, he's like bro I'm coming because I think he's he's got partnership of like the LA Sparks I think and Dodgers and and, and the Dodgers also he's coming f- and he's, he's coming from freaking LA
0: so, this is freaking
1: Hollywood. So, in no, his mind, he, is that,
0: he, isn't he involved in some film, something?
1: I don't, I'm not sure. No. But look, he has to be. Like, if, if you're in LA, he's going to be involved in what's it called? Well, John Cena was in, he was one of his guests in one of the Chelsea games. Right? So, you can't see me. So, so my thing is um, for Bowley, he's like, I couldn't give a crap what the fans think, man. It's like, <laughs> I'm here, I'm doing my thing, and I'm gonna like when Abramovich left. I was like, guys, this is it now.
0: Michael Jack, <laughs> wait, 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 wait.
1: Were you still a Chelsea fan during the Ken Bates era?
0: Um, barely.
1: So, see, for me, I fully remember the Ken Bates era. So, if you're in your, if you're. Twenty-four and under,
0: thirty-five. You'll remember that era for
1: sure. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Okay. To be safe, twenty-five and and under, you don't. (laughs) You you don't remember the Ken Bates era. So for those twenty-five and under Chelsea fans, you've had it good, and now it gets really real because Todd Bowley isn't even like Ken Bates because Ken Bates was English and he was still okay. He understood. The footballing stuff and everything, but I'm probably just had more money. You're now this now when i not entering FSG um freaking the um crunky era. Now, where's oh. I, bro? I'm just here to do business. And and I know because again, it's again it's it's a perfect comparison of American sports and European sports. American sports, you're just there just to do your thing. Like the only guy, the only owner in the NBA that's competitive is the Mavericks owner who, no, he generally wants to, to, to win. Cuban. Every other guy is just a freaking Cuban. businessman. And maybe the, it may be Bomber, the Clippers guy, but really, it's really the, the Mavs guy who is really competitive. Every other owner, this is just a freaking business. We win, we lose, cool. That's everything. So that's mentality of Bully of like, yeah, win, lose, it doesn't really matter. I'm just here just to keep the money rolling. And this is just a cool, great brand, great business. Boom, fine. And that is where things get very dangerous now, because trust me, you're you're going to be seeing a lot of massive issues (laughs) and a lot of standoffs because the kind of decisions that this guy is going to make, because, again, I don't know whether they want to. I mean, so many reports coming around, Anthony Gordon. Now, you see, I hate when guys do this. Are you now changing the story because Tukul is sacked? So when we heard Anthony Gordon, oh my gosh, Tucle, what the hell are you doing? Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he sacked. Oh, it was it a totally police analytics that said and that they wanted Anthony Gordon and so forth. And I'm like, are you saying this because Tukle sucks to you? Because you know that's how they, they like to do things, just to paint a narrative when a certain thing will happen. So I don't even know whether, whether that is true or not, because Have I'm not sure whether the, 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 the veracity is, but basically, put it <laughs> this way,
0: Yeah. yeah. Tough days are ahead, bro. <laughs> Kapo, Kapo, if if if... if and I'm, I'm with you. And and by the way, I, I Wikipedia'd him. He is the interim CEO of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Ah. <laughs> so, I don't know what that means. You probably know what that means more than me, uh, the Hollywood Foreign Press. But to be the CEO of
1: basically Yeah, those are the Golden Globes guys who apparently are sort of... They're not really... Well, maybe seriously... So, so, the Actors Association and Golden Globes are not so on bests, but basically those are the guys that um, organize the Golden Globes. So, so
0: he's he's L A underline 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 in bold, italicized, twenty seven point font. So, um, what, what what was I gonna say? If you look at the players who were bought in this window, and look at the young players, especially like ameka the guy from Inter, um, the midfielder. All of them had similar birthdays, age ranges. If you look at Fofana and Gordon, I think they're all born in the same year. It it seemed to me as if they put in some software or like (laughs) you can kind of do this on FIFA sometimes where you can like sort by age. And they were like, we're going to go for targets within a certain range. If you're born in 2003, you're a talented midfielder. we're, We're willing to pay a 30 million fee for you. So they went to Villa. And they got Chukwuemecha. They went to Milan. They got one guy. They went to America, I think, and got a goalkeeper. All, all of with, within a certain range, and there were like three tiers. Gordon was in the kind of Fofana thing. So it, it, it. None of those signings seemed to me as if, oh, this is Tuchel. Cool. Tuku wants Chuku He he, he hasn't played a minute. I don't think. It's clearly the board that were signing these players. The only player I look at and I think Tuchel might have had his hands in that was Obama Yang because of their former relationship. But maybe even that was a board signing. And I, I told somebody this two, three weeks ago and they were like, Tuchel's been backed. I was like, was he? Because it seemed like the players they bought, it felt to me like they would have bought those players for any manager like Sterling. That's not a Tuchel signing. And then, hope. I would ask you this question, kind of to nail down the point. What is a Tuchel signing? He's been at Chelsea for two years. What What does a Tuchel signing look like? Like, what, what does that mean?
1: I, you see, I think people need to be realistic as and to and so what Tuchel is. Chelsea were never winning the league under Tuchel. There are cup managers and they're league managers. You know, Ancelotti is a cup manager. Pep is a league manager. Tuchel, I think, is a cup manager. I
0: have hope. I have hope. Ancelotti's won the league in every country, so he's so never defended.
1: Just... His, he's he never just defended his league. league I'm title. I'm just saying
0: he he's got five. In he's never
1: levels. defended his league title. <laughs> and we'll leave it as that. We we'll never defended his league title, and we all know
0: Even the PSG. quality of
1: players he had at the clubs that he took over.
0: Even at PSG, he never defended.
1: Never defended his title. <laughs> Okay, so, go ahead. So so my thing is, I think for Tuchel, the Champions League was the best and worst thing. Best thing because I was like, wow, Champions League good. Wow, amazing, you know. Great achievements, based upon what he was doing, taking over that tyrant. But <laughs> it was the worst thing because he was like, hey, this thing worked. This system gave me my... Um, my first really true major triumph in football. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick, stick to it. So I think that Tuchel was sort of like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Let me just continue persisting with this. Yeah. And let me keep going. Because Tuchel is a tactician. You know, that's what he is. I don't think Tuchel is a, let's step back, look at things on a macro level, Think three, four, five days in advance. Let me just really plan a project and build a squad with a very clear ideology and ideal. He's not that. He's like, okay, this cup, this particular game, tactics. Prepare for
0: this. Boom, let's go. These, these are the ingredients I have. I'll make a meal with it. And his yes. meal has yes. been three, four, three. That's 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 what it's been. But if I ask you, like, what style of football would Tuko play? It's all dependent on the players you buy for him. Like, and, and again, if he wanted to be more involved in the recruiting process, that's what these guys wanted. And he seemed to push back from that responsibility. So
1: it's like football manager. So what I always do is I always pick like a really crap team, horrible team. Analogies, bro. Yeah, And <laughs> then I, so for the first few years, it's about avoiding relegations. relegation. Real- so what I always do is I'm um, four, five, one long ball direct. I get a big, tall striker, destroys in midfield, and I just do direct long ball, and let's just survive, and so forth. So after I've helped to build a team, I buy young players, build them up, buy a few players, buy a 35, 36-year-old creative guy, and so forth. So by the third and fourth year, I now switch it to 4-3-3 attacking short passes. Because that is my my philosophy is 4-3-3, so forth. But I can't do 4-3-3 and on that first day on the back team, I need to sort of get results and win. But eventually, I'm going to get there. So the question for Tuchel is, do you have a this is what I'm about? Because I'm, I'm, I'm about 4-3-3, three, three, short ball, short passes, go through the center of the pitch, have a number 10, and play centrally and so forth. That's my ideal ide- ideology. Mm-hmm. So for Tuchel, third, fourth year, do you have a this is my go-to that I want? I don't know. I it genuinely don't know. Like it. it didn't seem so, like so yeah I do not I d I don't I don't know. So because look, because are, I think Tukin is just like as you said, this is the players, this is what it is let's make this meal, boom, good, go. Okay, but do you no 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 no? You want results? Who are these players? Okay, I can make it work with with this players. And maybe that's just the kind of guy that that he is, and that's what's long term.
0: Do you want my conspiracy theory? Hit me. <laughs> Okay, there were many options for Chelsea to be sold to before the UK government stepped in. There was Saudi links. There were links to Asia. I don't know if there were any links from Africa. There might have been. There were links from the continent of Europe itself, but primarily the ones from Asia, China and the big one from Saudi Arabia. Then all of a sudden the UK government steps in. And it's like, we are we are going to oversee the sale from Abramovich. There was a guy from Turkey who Abramovich was friends with that was also a bid that I was like, ooh, that could be interesting. Then, then the UK government steps in and it says, we're going to oversee the sale of Chelsea Football Club. They give it, or like the bids come in and the bid that's selected is the one from Clear Lake Capital and Todd Boley. I wonder, is part of this it almost seems foolish to say but is this like an English thing of part of the reason that Bowley got in or Clear Lake were selected was to hire Graham Potter like we, we want Chelsea to be an English club or we we want this club to represent the best of England or something along the me, excuse
1: I'm Mandarin but that's fucked up but pretty scary but continue
0: The the UK government stepping in just to stop Abramovich? Ah, maybe there was something deeper of why they picked Bolli. I I thought of this when I saw the report that said when Bolli was talking with Kukurea, he had a deep understanding of Graham Potter specifically. And I was like, why do you have that specific knowledge of Graham Potter above all else? Like, have you been studying him for reasons? And what are these reasons? Like, were you going to hire him automatically? And if so, is part of the reason you were able to buy the club because this is what you laid out to the UK government? Now, obviously, mad conspiracy theory, I'd never be able to prove it. And even if it is true, so what? But it is interesting, and I just want to throw it out there, that what if Tuca was such a dead man walking? As soon as the, the tanks went across... The Russia border into Ukraine which set in motion the backlash against Putin, the backlash against the oligarchs. Abramovich has to sell. The UK government then steps in to make sure that he doesn't get any of the money, allegedly. And then Clear Lake step in. I'm like, what if the moment that went across, like, it meant Potter as Chelsea as Chelsea head coach? That's my, like, <laughs> under the covers conspiracy. But again, like, I'm, I'm I'm on ibuprofen. I'm on painkillers. I have I haven't been thinking clearly. Hh, so <laughs> <laughs> forgive me. But yeah, that was just one thing I thought that I was like, you know, what, I'm gonna save that and I'm gonna give it to Hope and I'm gonna see what he thinks about it. And uh, no, no, look,
1: it could be. You never know. It could be. Like I mean, if it came out and that's true, it could be. That's an interesting theory. You know. One
0: last thing though, they gave him a five-year contract. Hh worth 60 million in total. He's not going anywhere. He could lose the next 12 games. I don't think he's going anywhere. That's a lot of money you'd have to pay out unless there's clauses that say, you know, if you don't reach top 4 we can let you go without without punishment. Like uh was it the David Moyes clause that I remember? That was that was my conspiracy. But but to double it back to your point, I feel like Eric Ten Hag is kind of how you operate right now on Football Manager. Where he tried his philosophy, it didn't work. He's like, okay, we're just going to play for points. And eventually, the 4-3-3 short passing, tiki-taka style that I would like to play, we'll get there. With Tuchel, it felt like, I'm just going to keep doing this tactic that's worked. Live by it or die by it. And I guess he died by it. Well, but no, I think because that's why be killed anyway. Just, no, no, no.
1: Like, that's why I said like the Champions League win was the worst thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Because again, okay, let's go. okay, let's use the football manager analogy. Let's just say you're in this club, things are messed up, and it just okay. Let me just use like a four-five-one. But I really want to go to four-three-three, and eventually 4-5-1 is like oh, I beat Real Madrid. Or I beat City in the in the final. I win the Champions. League. Oh. Then, Maybe then, the Silicon Walker is Let me actually stick to it. So, because my thing though is that's why I just feel like if for kill, I'm not sure whether he does have this is this is how I feel. For, if you sit and stick and just say, like, "Okay, what? How do you think football should be played?" I think for me is like no, like it does it, it depends on what players I have. I don't have a clear concept. I want football to be played this way. Because for me, I'm like no, I, I'm 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 against crossing. I'm against wingers. I want the ball to be kept on the ground. I want quick shots, passes. I want to get dribblers. Mm -hmm. And I want you to go and really use centrally and go through, through, through balls. That's always my philosophy. 4-3-3, through balls, keep it central, keep the ball on the ground. Don't use long balls and be very tactical and create triangles. That's my general philosophy of how I think the game should be played. For Simeone, is no... You stop the opponents from scoring. <laughs> that is the foundation we we'll be building, and then we try and pick them apart. But I start first with being difficult to break down, yeah. and that is what, what, what I'm about. So for Tuchel, I think if you ask him to, how do you see football? How do you believe football should be should, should be played? What is your general philosophy of how you want the game to be played? I don't. Th- I don't think he has. He may have like a very vague general answer. I don't think he has a very specific answer. no, I football think he should would be played this you- way.
0: I think he would tell you, I want, I, I want to dominate the ball, ideally. I want a pressing style. Um, I want. I, I think. I think he wants to overload particular sides. I think he's fine with crossing, so so long as he has the forwards to do it. I think when Lukaku played, like they they did cross a lot. So I think – but I, I feel like the, the pressing thing, the overloading specific sides of the pitch, um, players and has like these are things that all top teams do. Like there isn't one big team, maybe you could say Atletico, but even Atletico press to an extent. Like all of them press. It's just modern football. Um, I don't know if there's anything specific to his style that would be, oh, this is Tuku cool ball. You know, Tuchel to- ball has come to be mean a substitute for just suffering, the same way Conte ball was. It's just we're suffering. And even in Conte, there were specific automations and things you knew would happen. When Alonzo would get the ball, he would just kick it to Diego Costa at the top of the pitch. Costa would hold it, and then you'd bring in the, I guess, the number 10s or the, or, or the wide players, whether they be Pedro, Willian, Hazard, whoever it was. Like, there were specific things you could see, like, oh, like, this is... And automation, something that was clearly drilled on the pitch. With Chelsea, it was kind of just like, get the ball to reach James and hopefully he does something with it. You know, Sterling scored a couple goals against 10 men <laughs> because of that. But otherwise, it was just defensively resolute, hit you on the counter. and But again, it, when you're playing a team like Zagreb, who are just kind of happy to sit back and it's, it's your responsibility to open things up and beat people, Chelsea didn't have it. So on that level, again, I think sacking him, what they did him a favor just to get him out of the, just get me out of here. Because it wasn't going to go well. It wasn't going to be a good fit. Like you said, he wasn't going to win the league. I don't think they have a squad to win the Champions League. The question now is, and we can end it here because I don't want to run too long. Is Potter the right person to get them to win a league? To get them to win a Champions League again? And from a guy coming from Swansea City, Ostersunds, and Brighton.
1: And he also, also works with the Ghana women's team as well. That was his first job.
0: Interesting. What's what's the answer?
1: No, he's not. No, he isn't.
0: <laughs>
1: like, he... Like, now, we may be wrong. Nobody can predict the future. We're not in We don't know what will happen. But if you're to ask me now... And God's feeling, I say, no, maybe the football will be better, be much more cohesive, interesting to see. Worse, but in terms of winning the league, Champions League, nah. like Champions league, hell no, nah. that's not happening. An English manager has never won the Premier League. So he has that working against him. So, no, the answer is no. <laughs>
0: like, the, the only the, on the the straw microphone? I
1: have to clutch on is, hey, maybe the football will be better. Beyond that. Bro, the days of Chelsea winning trophies and so forth, man, that's that's for the at least the next five five
0: years. That's 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 that, that's a no no. Can I ask you a question before my time? Who was the manager of Blackburn?
1: Uh You mean when they won the league? Yeah, Dalglish, Kenny Dalglish.
0: Dalglish. Okay, so only Scottish. Damn.
1: Oh, no no no! It's official. Like it's, it's a there's there's never been an English manager who's won the league. No, I was never.
0: just I was just curious about. Yeah. I, I could think of all the other ones, but I couldn't think of that one. So, yeah, interesting. All right, um, is there any other fun point that you might have? Oh <laughs> no no, 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 and, no, and, no oh oh I was gonna like what story or specific thing broke that you were like oh my god like I can't believe. They held on to this some of this stuff is so juicy it seems like they made it up because how how could this be held on to or like that's why
1: it's all cop, man it's all in cut. 12
0: or like not even 12 hours like eight hours just like a deluge of just stories and just seemingly apocryphal tales of 443 and <laughs> okay 4 4 I, I know what happened, actually. Because Americans always do this. They include the goalkeeper. So they they were thinking, this is our plan for a 3-4-3. But they included Mendy or Kepa or whoever the goalkeeper would be in the defense. So they came up with 4 Which again goes to my Potter point, who plays 3-4-3 all the time. It's... There's some. I, I'd have no proof, but I feel like this Potter thing has been in the works since the government took over the sale. But that's his own. That's his own deal. Um Yeah, that 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 four four three. I, I don't think they were trying to say, you know, four four two or uh, three, four, uh, three four three or four three three. I think they were they were meaning three four three, but they included the goalkeeper in part of the four. Because Americans, I was like, "Well, the goalkeeper doesn't count. Like, that's that's not how we do formations." Be so, <laughs> but that story in and of itself, I was like, "This is it's it's an an example of like just American owners being American owners." It's Ted Lasso. Is it, that's that's what we're in right now?
1: Lord, <laughs> I going to say, Lord, help us. Lord, help us. Lord, take uh, the wheel.
0: Oh oh okay, last last thing. If Graham Potter plays better football, which I think is a high likelihood, but the results are a bit iffy. I think as a person who watches Chelsea on a general basis, on a consistent basis, I'll be happy with that. Even if the results are kind of messed up, but the football itself is good, and I can see patterns of play. And players are playing in their natural positions, even if it's generally defensive, because he's going to play 3-4-3 or 5-2-3 or 5-2-2-1, whatever it is. (sighs) I don't even know if that's a formation. Um, (laughs) 5-2-2-1? Yeah, that's 10. Um, I think I'll I'll be fine with it. So, like, what, what is your standard for at least acceptance or happiness right now? Is it, oh, you, no. you, you, is it you want points, you want trophies, or is it the style of football has to be?
1: I think for me, look, I'm happy with the baby steps. Short-term, play better football, have a better positive footballing philosophy and build from, from there. Then eventually, let's roll with trophies. I began with the, the team with Hulitz, Viali, Petrescu, Poye, where... These guys were losing to Bradford City every away game. <laughs> but they were, in my view, they were the best team in the league. That team that coached by um, Viale, then Hullet, they played the best football in the league. Boy, it was win-lose-draw, end up sixth, maybe win like a couple yeah. cup winner's I But I was like, come on, every week, this team is amazing. Because you never know what you're going to get. But they were amazingly talented and just played amazing mm-hmm. football. So start starts with just playing football the right way, then... Let's now go and get those trophies. So yeah, that's that's do, my Do you go seat.
0: back to the do you, do you go back to the Huddle days? Glenn Huddle, or is that a little bit before? Oh no, no, that's before. Look for
1: me, like it's really it's the no, my initial entry was Viali when because I can't remember who bought Viali. I think I think it was Hulit who bought Viali then. Viali then became the player coach. Because mm. Hullitt was the player coach, then Viali came the, the, the player coach. So it was around that era.
0: Yeah. That I, I, I think Huddle was Chelsea manager. He brought in Hullett. And then he went to England, and then Hullet became player manager. Then he brought in Viali, who then became the same thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that
0: might have been how it we went. But either way, we've we've run over time. This has been Talking Tactics and, and EC and Emergency Communication. We thank you guys for being patient with us. Hopefully, we gave you some better analysis than we would have in the immediate you know, instance of it yeah, happening. With more info, so, more info. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we will see you guys on Wednesday. Peace, 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 peace. Take it easy. Peace, peace.